You're listening to PlayStation Unchained. fans and viewers, welcome to another exciting episode for the PlayStation Universe Unchained podcast. I am your host with the most, Dean Smith, the Japan editor, and this week I am joined by Joshua, I am not a mobster, Mowgli. Hey, what's going on? How are you doing this week, Josh? I'm okay. How are you? How are you? I am doing good. It's a nice cold Canadian weekend, how I've missed those, being in Asia all the time. Yeah, I live in uh, California, so it's sunny. funny, <laughs> <laughs> yes. Good old California. Started, yeah, it hasn't started raining yet, so... It rains a lot in California? Uh, Not a lot, but it happens. It, and when it does, it's, like, pretty... It it, it depends. Som- it, it, sometimes it rains more than usual, and then sometimes it's freaking insane, and you don't want to go outside, but... It's this so far like this fall it has rained once, so every other day has been sunny. Mm-hmm. And you, but, uh, did snows in California, right? Or does it? Uh, depends where you go. Where I live, it doesn't. I live in the Bay Area, so there's no snow. Okay, and what? Nothing. What's the big city in the Bay Area for those who know nothing about California? <laughs> the the San Francisco. Okay, good old San Francisco. Yeah. The golden. Good old. Golden good old Bridge. SF, as everybody calls it. It's SF. Everybody just goes, I'm good, SF. That's what they all say. <laughs> uh, nobody, nobody wants to say San Francisco, like, all out. So they're just like, I'm good, SF. So is San Diego SD and San Jose SJ? No. They still say San Diego, and they, st- <laughs> they just, I don't know what it is about SF. I wonder if people in New York go, I'm going to NY. I doubt they do. Like, I don't know what it is about SF. It's, uh, LANB. That's what it is. San Francisco wants to be better than Los Angeles, so it's like we're. I SF. guess. Well, it are. It is. Let's just, <laughs> let's just say say that right now. Okay. Well, for all the Californian viewers, uh, let us know on the Twitter which is better, Los Angeles or San Francisco. They're like, never have that guy on the show ever again. <laughs> I heart LA. <laughs> that is probably going to be the first comment. Um, okay. So um, first things first. Let's hit some news, Josh. Um, First story up on the site, the PS Vita TV lands on Asian territories outside Japan this coming January. So Hong Kong and there's another reading it. Singapore. Hong Kong and Singapore are apparently the next two places so random. to get... Oh, next two places? It, it's already out in Japan? Already, um, well, the next one's after Japan. So oh, okay. those are the next two markets that are going to get the PS. I was like, when did this happen? <laughs> it's the future. <laughs> yeah. And I'm going back in time. Um, so what are your thoughts on the PS Vita TV? Do you think it's going to be just like an Asian market only thing? Because that's where all the Vitas are selling? Uh, or do you think it could think work in North America? Well, Vita's doing okay. I mean, people like to poke, people like to compare it to the 3DS. Like, oh, the 3DS is beating it, like, four to one, but it doesn't mean the Vita's doing bad. I mean, uh, the people who buy Vitas have tons of games on them. Especially with PlayStation Plus. I have so many games. 
that I've never played. <laughs> and, uh, I don't know if that's a good yeah. thing to say. Yeah, <laughs> that's PlayStation Plus. You have so many games. You're just like, I'm never gonna get to this. But I, it's it's still cool. I love I love the service. But I mean, no, the Vita's doing fine. Uh, Vita TV. I personally don't need one. I live in an apartment, so I don't I don't need I don't need one. I it's cool though. I think it's a cool device. Uh, I think if you lived in a bigger house or something or if you know you're you still live with your parents and your parents are like I want to watch football or whatever but you want to play PlayStation you know you can have one in your room play PS4 in your room I think that's a cool idea like but I mean I I I don't need mm-hmm. one I'm not going to buy one but it's a cool it's a cool idea Yes um so the whole playing your Vita games on a big screen TV that uh what about that not really. I mean, I I have a Vita. I got one at mid, uh, midnight launch, and uh, I love it. But I I have a, I have to commute into the city into SF, <laughs> and uh, I take my Vita with me because like I have to I have to take the ferry and I have to take the subway and I have to take a bus like just to get to school. So like I have it with me and I play games on it. But when I come home, I don't really want to play it. I don't feel the need mm-hmm. to play it. I just, I'm like I could play PlayStation or I could play my PC or something. I so don't know. everyone likes a prediction. Um, let's say for for fun, if they do bring it to North America, what do you think it would be if they do it? Next fall, Next probably. Fall. Okay. Yeah, like, and by then they'll be like, yeah, sure. They'll just they'll just like uh, wipe the firmware of some Japanese ones. Like send them over, see how they do. I, I'm feeling that they wouldn't do that great here. I don't know. If if Nintendo did like a 3DS TV, I feel like <laughs> that would do really well for some reason. I don't know. But I, I just don't... I don't know who this is really People for. People want to play their Pokemon but, on, on a big screen TV, I gotta say. Yeah, I guess. But then, that's a, doesn't that defeat the whole purpose? Like, Pokemon is, you know, it's abbreviation for pocket monsters. Like, the whole essence of Pokemon is that it's in your pocket, you know, it's on the go. Like, why would you want to, like, belittle that? Yeah, I don't I know. know. That's, it's just weird how I know myself, I'm like, man, I just want to play this game on a big screen TV, or just a TV. <laughs> why am I playing it on my handheld? But, you know, the mysteries yeah. of the world. You give people the yeah. stuff on the go, and then they want it to play at home, and then when they play it at home, they want it back on the go. It's just a never-ending cycle. True. Well, I think certain games work better on the go. Like, I, I played Hotline Miami exclusively. I mean, you get both versions, but I played it all on my Vita, and I think it's the best version to play it on. And, like, the missions are short, so, you know, when you're on the bus, you can, like, knock out a mission or something. And that game, that game's yeah. great. Free on PS Plus right now, in, by the way. In North America? Or Europe? Yes. Uh, North America. Really? From this yeah. week? This past... Uh no 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 not the, no this past week we got like Soul Sacrifice uh, it's from it's like a leftover from last month it's probably not gonna be there very long wait so. Soul Sacrifice is now up for free on the Vita I thought that was later this month I'm pretty sure it was this week I could be wrong you know oh you know what it might have been uh we got like uh Dragon's yes, Dogma Dragon's, like the weird yeah Dark Arisen yeah that's what it was yeah that that thing uh and uh yeah I mean I I don't now I don't who's know. in the future it's probably not gonna be there much longer. Yeah, it's probably not going to be there yeah. much longer though. But I know Souls, we're getting Soul yes. Sacrifice. That might be th- well, that might be this week actually. But I, I, not sure. I know we're, I know they're probably going to put the uh, all those PS4 titles up 
on Tuesday also. Yeah, I, I can't believe that Still Sacrifice is going to be free on PS Plus. That's just ridiculous. Because uh, I yeah. want to get it, and I'll probably be playing that after I finish The Walking Dead on the Vita from the Halloween sale. So, yeah, oh, and that's nice. another game uh, that Cheap. I thought was better on the Vita than it was on the PS3. Really? Because I heard the Vita version had, like, tons of frame rate issues. I'm, I'm not a graphics whore, so I could care less. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I mean, I already played it on the like, PS3, so I was like, I'll just wait. You know, I don't really need to play it again. I don't feel the need to go back. I just want to keep going, yeah, you know? Uh, this came with, I didn't have the 400 days DLC for the PS3 version, and on the sale it came with it, so I thought, well, it comes with it. It's only $10, so... I'll, it's I'll good. do it again, but I just found it was just easier to navigate everywhere, and it was just quicker to just touch the screen to shoot things instead of having to move the cursor and uh, on the game. So mm. I just felt it it worked better yeah. in that case. Um, so yeah, yeah, I I graphics I don't care about graphics. Uh, so this whole 720 1080p controversy, <laughs> I'm like I. I don't oh, care. Dumb. I'm playing my games on like an old school fat tube TV. Um, I, I'm not. Ugh, you gotta no. You gotta not. Well, you can't now. Like you have to get a new TV with PS4. There's no component <laughs> on it. <laughs> I'm not gonna so. get a PS4 for a long time. So uh, uh, I'll be in Korea, and in Korea that's like a $500 price tag. So I'm mm. not shelling that out when the one game I want to buy is Yakuza Ishin. And that's not even going to be in English, so. Gotcha. But um, so yeah, good old 1080p debates. Yeah, that whole thing was weird. Like people were complaining. You know, it's funny because the the Xbox One, like, it's not a bad machine, but for some reason, like, all the games are not 1080, and I'm kind of like. And 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 it's funny because like Microsoft wanted to say oh they're like the same but then all the developers come out saying the PS4 was like more powerful and stuff and then and then all this news keeps coming out about how uh, like COD was 720 and it was high, it was upresed and then Rise was is 900 which that's so odd like what there's has there ever been anything ever like 900 like <laughs> like I don't know it, it's We'll see. I mean, it's. I'm not getting an Xbox One for a long time, so but we'll see. A I, long I, time, you but mean I a do. Week? No, dude, I barely can. Get, I can barely get the PS4. Okay. But uh, now that Xbox, I'm gonna wait until it's like 200 bucks, and I can just get a ton, like a ton of games. Yeah, that's. So, uh, I think yeah. that's the smart thing to do. Uh, I know I'm gonna be the same for the PS4. Uh, mostly because I'll be back in Asia working, teaching over there, but also like just from living in uh, Japan and experiencing everything that's happening with PS Plus, it's just a waste of money to buy anything like brand new, like to get a game on release mm-hmm. day because it's gonna go on PS Plus. There's a good chance it could go on yeah. PS Plus for free later on, or yeah. there's just some ridiculous sale that's going to happen because you can get yeah. everything digital. They're really catching up. Yeah, because there's no, it's not like there's a supply and demand, or there's a lack of supply and a high demand like with older games back in the day for like Super Nintendo or PlayStation 1 or such where, oh man, I gotta get that really sweet JRPG because 
there's a small print run and it's never going to be seen again except for like $200. Now it's just, it's all, yeah. it's all PSN. I can just, oh no, I'll just wait. It's on yeah. PSN. It's now it's cheaper. Not, so. Yeah, I'm not really complaining about like the digital yeah. future because it's just, it just means the games are going to get yeah. cheaper. It's not really, yeah. And I, listeners, you should know, like, if, if you're not getting a PS4 now, you should probably just get like a year's worth of PS Plus because you're going to get, then when you get your PS4, you know, like a year down the road, you'll have tons of games, like right from day one, to play. Yeah, so. I know I'm doing that. When they, what is it? Resogun and what's the other P- contrast. contrast? Which I don't, I don't know what yeah. it is, but I'm just gonna hit like. That's uh, I don't know. It's an indie game about shadows, yeah. but I've heard it's but, cool. Yeah. I've heard it's pretty. I I watched a trailer and I was like, I don't know about all this, but I've heard some people. Who played it early said it's really yeah. cool. But so. yeah, just but your advice is probably the soundest as you can get, right? Just just hoard them, and then it's like bam. Yeah, hoard your downloads. Yeah, so just go. It's fifty bucks. Like go buy PS Plus, and then uh, every month just go, go to the store dot like Sony network. Sony net. I don't remember what the website is. Just search like Sony online store <laughs> or whatever, and then. Log into your account and just download all the PlayStation yeah. Plus games, and you'll hoard them. And then, yeah. yeah. Well, that's what I did actually with the Vita, because I got my Vita later on, and then when I got PS Plus at the same time, it's just like, oh, Uncharted, Gravity Rush, Final yeah. Fantasy Tactics. It's incredibly I'm smart. Like, oh wow, this is great! I got three yeah. games with my Vita for free. Yeah, that's super smart um, for. Uh, Sony. I mean, I already had Uncharted because I bought I had bought a yeah. console at launch and it didn't come didn't come until like a year later. So, and then, uh, but uh, I mean, I got uh, Wipeout and and Gravity Rush yeah. and stuff for free, and I those are games I missed. So, like that was cool, and I I love getting like indie stuff for free, and then uh, especially like we got Rayman. I'm still playing Rayman like on the boat and on the train and stuff because like I'm trying to. I still haven't beat it. I'm tr- I, I'm kind of one of those people who's like, I have to get the gold medal on every <laughs> level. So I'm like super, super punctual about like not missing the, the little fairy things and stuff. But yeah, I mean, PS Plus is great, especially like I the fact that when you get your console, if you just sign up, you already have games waiting for you. It's not like oh, I missed the month, so it, buying it d- is useless this month. It's like no, buying it this month's still cool. Like you're still gonna get. A bunch of stuff and the instant game collection is the best thing that ever yeah, happened to it. I, I'm curious, like, what Xbox is gonna do if they're gonna even try to match it at the extent. <sighs> they need to, yeah, they got some catching up. They to did, do. what was it, Halo, was it Halo 2? Halo 3? Halo, Halo Assassin's 3. Creed 2? Halo 2 would have been better. (laughs) (laughs) Halo 3 and Assassin's Creed 2, I think it was. That was, here's your free, your free version. I mean, they're both, I mean, they're both good games. Like, not denying, I mean, I used to be a big Xbox person. Uh, I mean, I like all games, so I, I don't, I don't discriminate. I just really like PlayStation stuff. But, uh, I used to play a lot of Halo and, uh, like a lot of Xbox stuff. And I mean, those are good games. They're really good games, but uh yeah, I mean, they th- the service feels old like already. Like it feels uh mm. antiquated. Like right when they launched, I'm like, that's not good enough. Like it's still not up to par like with what Sony has. 
like what they've been offering. I've been a PlayStation Plus member for like a year and a half, and I have never gotten rid of my subscription because I'm like, it's just too good. It's such a great yeah. service. And I mean, maybe one day Microsoft will catch up. They'll do instant game collection, but they'll be like, hey, dog, you get uh, Halo mm-hmm. 2 download, and you'll get like some other random things. But they'll try to be as, uh, I think they won't be as generous with their offerings. I don't know. It seems like Sony's a little more willing to be risky right now, and Microsoft's kind of holding their cards to their chest. Yeah, but. well, just, like, again, like, I'm, I'm not knocking that, like, Halo 3 and Assassin's Creed 2 were, were the choices. I mean, free games are free games, but compared to, yeah. like, uh, oh, what was it, like, this past year, Sleeping Dogs wasn't even a year old. And yeah, like, you Hitman, know, I, Absolution isn't even a year old. It's like like new games. Know, I, Sleeping Dogs was like so awesome because like I don't I'm not re- I don't really like Grand Theft Auto. Not like there's something about mm-hmm. it, it just doesn't click with me. But and everybody kept telling Sleeping Dogs is good. I'm like, man, I don't know. It just looks like Grand Theft Auto. And then when I played it, I actually really mm-hmm. liked it. Uh, other than the ending, freaking hated the ending, but I still really like that game. And I'm excited for a sequel. Because that game almost didn't, like, come out at all. So, I'm glad it actually did come out, and I'm glad we're going to get a sequel, so. Oh, man, it was a good game. I will say that. It was a good game. And we got it from free, so can't really complain, you know. Um, yeah, so what was your favorite moment from the game? Yeah. Sleeping Dogs? I don't know about, well, it's probably... But, okay, well, I don't know how spoiler it is. I mean, the game's a year old, but uh, when it's kind of near the end when you're driving with Jackie and he's, like, questioning his life. Yeah. Like, I, I thought that was great. Like, because he was, like, living his dream, and then all of a sudden he realized, like, it's not what he wanted anymore. You know? Like, I thought that was really cool. But, um, yeah. That's, I'd, I'd say that. Other than that, I mean, I, I don't want to spoil anything because there's yeah, some awesome moments. Yeah, because that game is basically story-driven. You kind of, you, you say one thing. It's like, yeah. um, oh, what was the name of the Infernal Affairs? It kind of felt like Infernal Affairs, the movie that, uh, what was that? Uh, un, 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 you know which one I'm talking about, don't you? Unusual, usual unusual Suspects? suspects. The, uh, the, oh, crap. The Leonardo DiCaprio movie from The Departed. Oh, I know. Departed, yeah. Departed, so Infernal yeah. Affairs yeah. was the Departed was the De- Departed, Departed in yeah, China. Yeah, Departed in China. <laughs> but it came first. It was funny. The guy who who was in the movie is like, yeah, if we just swore in it a lot more, we probably would have got an Emmy. That's like that's almost a direct <laughs> quote. <laughs> so, oh, man. um, so, uh, Gary, what do Russians think of uh, Sleeping Dogs? Thanks for joining the show late, by the way. <laughs> Hello, my PlayStation comrades. How are you today? I'm good, Gary. How is the Soviet Union treating you? The Soviet <laughs> Union is always very good to me. In, in what way? <laughs> in every way, believe me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so do you have, do you get sleeping dogs in the Soviet Union? No, that that's very Asian. We don't like that stuff. <laughs> okay, so what, unless we kill American, we don't play. <laughs> what about Tetris? Is that still big? That is number one game in all world. <laughs> number one game in all of Moscow. 
<laughs> we built big monuments, I'm sure. <laughs> so where where in the Soviet Union are you right now? <laughs> I cannot say. Top secret. So if uh, if you said the KGB would kill you, most likely. Yes. Okay, we need someone to make a KGB game. I think that would be the greatest ever. CIA versus KGB. It's called, pa- it's called Papers, Please. That's what it's called. Is that actually a real game? <laughs> yeah, you never heard of Papers, Please? No, I've never. Oh, uh, so this is like uh, it's on Steam. It's like, it's like an iOS game, okay. and you play as a immig- like an immigration person um and these people are like trying to come into your country and you have to like accept or deny them and i guess there's this looming like terrorist nationalist threat like trying to get into your country uh i knew a guy um a guy who reviewed it and because he, he was really big on mobile games and he said that his uh his opinion on the people trying to get into his country like drastically changed like, as he played the game, because at first he was more willing to let people in, and then later on he was like, these people are ruining my country! Like, <laughs> I, they should bring that game to Vita. Uh, that would be cool. Be awesome. I would so be yeah. down for playing that. I heard it's about a cool, that one. It's like a cool... It's like a cool indie game. I think it's like 10 bucks on Steam. Yeah, maybe that was the same guy that I read the, uh, the commentary about, because someone wrote an article about that, or his, his, uh, or his or her, I forget who it was, their view on things changed because they played it and they felt like super depressed, like not letting this mother in with her son or else they're going to die back in their country or something. I was like, wow, that game is super depressing. Well, that's that's the indie scene. That is the indie scene. <laughs> so, Gary. Well, not all the time. Sometimes there's some happy indie games. Sometimes, so, Gary. Are you yeah, are you going to let us into the Soviet Union to uh, to do coverage of uh, the Soviet Game Show 2014? Of course, I get you in the back door. <laughs> Just don't tell anyone you're American. But I'm not American. Oh, even better. We like Canada. <laughs> even better. <laughs> I am. Just just not the hockey, right, Gary? No, we we hate hockey team. Okay. We destroy Canadian hockey team. <laughs> I'll uh, I'll remember that. Not to mention Sochi Olympics. At first, I thought he was like, "No, Russians hate hockey." I'm like, "No, they don't." Like, <laughs> like Olympics, like eighties. <laughs> well, when it's Canada versus Russia to hockey, it's always the eight, it's always the seventies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, geez. So this is so. If you uh, just join in now, viewers, this is now the Soviet edition of the podcast. There you go. We're going to talk about Soviet edition forever now. You we're going to talk about like uh, the social plight of the people, like the Workers Party. We're going to talk about you know <laughs> all that kind of stuff. You don't know what you're getting into every week on the PlayStation Unchained podcast. Uh, Not anymore. It's PlayStation Chain. PlayStation Chain. Welcome to Soviet PlayStation Russia. Chain and Sickle, or uh, Hammer and Sickle. That is what we're renaming it in honor of you, Gary. PSHS.com. I like very much. Thank you. Oh, man. So, uh. Yeah, anyway, how about that news? How about that news? That news <laughs> we started with one story. Um, yeah. So, uh, Gary, uh, you're an RPG guy, so let's get your, uh, your views on this topic. Mass Effect 4 gets his first teaser image. Um, what do you th- Some dude painting. Some dude painting. What do you think of the next Mass Effect, Gary? 
Do you think it should go, like, continue the story of Shepard, or do you think it should be something totally different? Well, I'm going to drop the Russian thing. Sorry. Yeah, that was that was still awesome. <laughs> <laughs> well, I personally, I think it should go away from Shepard. I think, I think his story is done, so... Like a new trilogy, I think for them is going to be the best the best way to go since it's the next generation as well. So yeah, well they already said they're letting go of that, and I'm uh, you know that universe is so vast. I'm excited to see what else they do. Yeah, I, I'm wondering if they're gonna. I, I hope like they're gonna do somewhat of like an open type of world for it. Hmm. Like even though it's like a, a space, you know, the different planets. Like it'd be cool if you can. I don't know, like, exploit, if you can actually fight a ship in space, that, space battles, I think, would be pretty cool for that game as well. Personally. So space battles and open world for, for Gary. Oh, yeah. They're doing it with Dragon Age 3, I don't see why they couldn't do it with Mass Effect. That's true. Uh, what do you, what do you think, Josh? (laughs) Did you, did the Soviet Union just take him? Did the KGB come, Gary? What happened? I think they did. They don't like Josh. Oh, he's back. We thought uh, the. Sorry, no. The uh, I ordered, I ordered food. Okay, we thought it was the KGB. But, uh, Just came and got you. No, no, no. Yeah, they're coming for me. All right, hang on, because it's here in the guy. Okay, calls, so no problem. On. Um, so I, I'll, I'll just give my opinion on it. I am. Uh, I hope with the next Mass Effect. If they stick with the whole your choice matters route, like they said through the first three games, I hope that your choice actually does matter. Because I found playing through uh, Mass Effect 2 and 3, it was great that I had so many different choices. But at the end of the day, my choices mattered little. And it has nothing to do with the ending. Like, I don't really care about the ending. The original ending I thought was fine. It wasn't perfect, but it wasn't the suck like the internet thinks it was but i just felt like going from two to three even if like say um uh uh what's his name the uh the dude you get out of the the cryostasis you know who i'm talking about the the krogan what's oh yeah I What's the Krogan's name. name? This is how bad I am at remembering names. Uh, so, <laughs> I want to say Hunk, but it's not Hunk. That's Resident <laughs> Evil. What is, what is it? Grunt. That was it, Grunt. Um, yeah, like, if he dies in Mass Effect 2, well, his entire thing is just replaced with generic Krogan number one. Um, so it doesn't actually affect the story whatsoever. You can kill off the entire cast of, of Mass Effect 2, except for Shepard, of course, and there's going to be someone there to replace them word by word uh, in the next game. So I hope that they actually make those choices matter. So I'm like, well, I can't have Grunt die, because then this entire section of the game is going to be completely null and void and so that's this is my opinion of it uh josh are you back or is the kgb still after you kgb is still after him he thinks it's <laughs> delivery but it's not <laughs> and it's definitely not DiGiorno. <laughs> <laughs> it's KGB. It's KGB. 
Oh man. So um, okay, I'll just put a shout out to uh, the viewers. If uh, let us know what you think about okay uh, Mass Effect Three before Josh gives his views. Uh, <laughs> raises his views. So on the tweet, tweet us at uh, PSU dot com so psu.com or email us, us at podcast at psu.com let us know your thoughts on how mass effect 4 should go uh so josh what are your thoughts on mass effect 4 uh like he said an open world would be co- kind of cool i mean the, the game kind of is open-ish i mean you can go to a bunch of places but um I think it would be nice if there was, like, some kind of, uh, I know, like, some people wanted some kind of MMO kind of environment. I think it'd be cool if, uh, like, you go through the story and the missions have you kind of, uh, I don't know if you guys have played, um, the MMO, like, the Star Wars MMO, Old Republic. Um, I played well, a there's little. like, yeah, so the, the instance dungeons and stuff are, you, you meet up with, like, other people, but then uh, you actually do, like, Mass Effect conversation stuff, and then whoever gets, like, whenever you say something, it rolls, like, a random number for every person. Whoever gets the highest number gets to, like, say stuff, so everybody kind of mm-hmm. is conversing, and it, and, it, and it keeps the story going along. I think if they did something like that with Mass Effect, but, like, kept it a single-player experience until there's these parts where you have to, in the story where you team up with other people, like, and it's just kind of seamless, like, other characters come in. You know, and then they just, like, kind of disappear. I think that'd be cool. It'd be really hard to do, but if they could pull it off, which I I think they could. I well, BioWare awesome. did make the, the Old Republic, so they can... Yeah. Well, yeah, that's what I mean. Figure out how to do it, I guess. I mean, yeah. are, are they using the Frostbite 3 engine for that game, did they say? Yes. Well, they're freaking... They're probably using that engine for every game they have now. <laughs> EA. <laughs> Which I think would be cool. I mean, Mass Effect with buildings crumbling down and all that. It probably design. will be. Probably will. That be. sounds fun. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm wondering how they're expand in the multiplayer mode as well. Like, I, don't I know. know I never had the, like, the. I heard it was pretty cool though. Yeah, I wonder I if I never played I it, but I heard it was cool. The team deathmatch should be fun. I think. <laughs> Personally, <laughs> I did. I did enjoy the multiplayer for Mass Effect Three. I'm, I'm not a multiplayer guy, but I, I had a ton of fun playing that one. Mm-hmm. It was like co-op, right? It, it was, like was, it was co-op, horde, or you could just go it solo if you were that ambitious, like I was. Not recommended, though, is it, Dan? <laughs> um, not if you're on gold, but if you're on easy, you can pretty you can do anything, man. Um, well, once you actually go up a couple levels <laughs> at the start, you're just, you know, you're just space trash getting like... You're just a guy. You're just a guy is all you are. Space trash. Yeah. Uh, okay, so we got a question from the Twitterverse. Um, mm-hmm. Thomas, uh, a.k.a. at Liberty 84 he wants to know why are the consoles more expensive in America and not anywhere else. Now, this guy I, hasn't been to England. I actually, <laughs> this guy is from. This guy is actually from the UK. So I, I asked him. I'm like, more expensive where? Because I, I didn't understand the question. I think he, he. I don't think he understands conversion rates. Uh yeah, because he, and he said in the USA. 
And he says, I live in the UK and consoles are much cheaper. And yeah, I'm gonna. Not. No, I don't. I'm sorry, Thomas. Um, I think it's the cheapest in America. I think America and Canada have the cheapest prices in the world. Uh, cause what is it? I just looked it up. It's $3.99 for a PlayStation 4. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the U.S. and Canada. Isn't that like, isn't that like 350 euros or something in the it's, U.K.? But it's, it's also like 399 pounds. That's still more expensive. It's 399 euros in Europe, and it's 349 pounds in the U.K. So That's and, still around, they're around the same price, but like if you actually do the conversion rate, it's more expensive mm, in yeah. the U.K. Yeah. The it's just it a is, smaller number. <laughs> it's just a smaller number. Yeah. But so let's do it for fun. Uh because I'm Canadian, I'll use Canadian dollars. <laughs> so <laughs> Don't doesn't your five dollar bill have like kids playing hockey on it? It technically does. Right that now is, our five dollar bill has kids playing hockey. Take that, Soviet Union. Hey, hey. We have our presidents on there. <laughs> like America. <laughs> we have prime ministers on ours too, but we also have the little people. We remember the little people. Remember the youth. <laughs> we remember the youth of Canada. Uh, okay, where is my conversion? Is it British pounds or U.S. pounds? Or, uh, U.S. Yeah, US pounds. pounds. Plenty of US those. Pounds. There are plenty of those. As I stuff um, fries on my face. Yeah. So one British pound is 1.68 Canadian dollars. So 349.99. We'll get specific here. The power of uh, of science, of mathematics. So, Thomas, for your three hundred forty nine ninety nine pounds PS four, will cost me in Canada five hundred eighty seven dollars and thirty five cents Canadian currency. And Economics. for the American listeners, so you're not feeling left out. Uh, it is for it's five hundred sixty dollars. Mm-hmm. So there's a twenty seven dollar difference. Yeah. So basically, nothing really. Um, and in euros, let's do the euro show for all of our European fans who are not part of England. Uh, three hundred ninety nine ninety nine euros is about actually the same. It's 560 Canadian dollars, and I'm assuming like what, 520 American? Mm-hmm. 534 American, yeah. So, um, good question, Thomas. Uh, except it's backwards. We should be asking, why are they more expensive in Europe? It's because Not, it's because the uh, they're uh, they're they man, I can't use words today. It's all those French their fries. Their currency price is their conversion rate. I know, it's all the French fries. Uh, how much did they announce it's going to be in, in Japan? Oh, jeez. Probably a lot. <laughs> um, the yen is uh, not in a good place. <laughs> no, it's still better. It's still pretty good. And, and, uh, but let's take a look. I will. So, oh, I, I think I'm like the only one who's kind of confused why the native country is getting it last. Um, that is actually, I can actually answer that for you. It is because uh, they made the decision to wait until they had uh, a good launch lineup of games. Because their marquee games like Yakuza Ishin isn't going to be ready, so they decided to push it back. Oh, so yeah. primarily for Japanese-focused games. 
Yeah, for Japanese okay. focus games, because I guess okay. they their theirs are taking longer to get done compared to uh, English games. That and like done early. That and they already dominate Japan. Like Microsoft yeah. doesn't have a chance in Japan, but yeah, if they miss the U.S. launch, like that could be catastrophic. It could just be another PS3 launch all over again. Like the uh, the Xbox might dominate the entire generation. So they're trying to get out first, and they're trying to be like better, and they're really pushing for like domination in the U.S. first because they already know they're going to win Japan. It's like why rush it, you know? Yeah, exactly. Um. And I'm trying to find the Japanese price. Sadly, Google is not helping me with that. Uh, so I don't know what it's going to be at the moment. But the Korean price is ridiculous. It's like over $500 Canadian. I'll wait. It's actually cheaper than the UK and Europe. But I'll wait and get one later on when it's super cheap. But... Yeah, so uh, Thomas, hopefully that answered your question. Thank you very much again. So uh, everyone who's listening, please follow Thomas at ClaudeLiberty84. Show him some love for being brave enough to ask a question that got put on the show. Yeah. Uh, so let us go to reviews. Reviews of the week. Uh, we had three reviews. Some big games. Some big, big games. Uh, first off, this is your very first time on the show. Uh, let's talk about Batman. Arkham Origins. The review. A younger Batman has growing pains. Uh, to quote yourself, uh, your summary. Batman Arkham Origins has refinements the series deserves, but core elements are missing the imagination they need right now. And so we like the strong story, explores villain origins, fantastic voice acting, and excellent boss fights. But you disliked the tacked-on multiplayer, the frame rate drops, and core assassins and side quests. So uh, hit us with it. Tell us about Batman: Arkham Origins. Yeah, well, like if if you're a fan of the uh, the last two games, Asylum and City, I mean, you will like. Arkham Origins, like, it's still a good game. The, like, just the problem with it in, in, in retrospect for me is, like, they just, it, it feels to me like City, Arkham City seems to be the more improved game over this one. Like, it feels like this one should have come out before. Like, design wise, like, yeah, it's, it's, like, Sorry, the, the game story-wise, let, let players believe like one thing was happening, like with the core assassins, for example. Mm-hmm. But it, but it makes a 180 so early in the story, like you just don't care about the assassins. Like the game itself kind of stops caring about the assassins and focus more on the Joker more. Like even Batman stops caring about finding these assassins and trying to stop them and decides to go after the Joker instead. And it, it just felt like they led me on to believe one thing, but gave me a completely different thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then I forgot to say that you also gave it a 7.5 out of 10 as well. So that's a, a decent score for the game. Yeah, I mean, the game is still good. Don't get me wrong, mm-hmm. but, like, there's so many, like, small bugs and glitches in it that really start to irritate, like... The frame rate drops in particular, 
Like, they happen after every cutscene in the game, pretty much. Like, my, my system crashed about two or three times because of them. Ooh. Yeah, like, they just... It, it dropped down to, like, 20 frames a second at some points, and it just stopped mm. working. Like, the sound just kept repeating in a loop over and over and over again. I heard the 360 version had a lot of problems. Yeah. Like, uh... Unix system crash. Yeah, like, like, and there's, like, some game-breaking bugs. Like, I ran into one of them where you just couldn't complete the story at all. So people who, like, didn't have PlayStation Plus, for example, to upload their save to online storage, they would have to literally... Sorry, there's a helicopter flying by my house. It's the KGB. <laughs> They're monitoring me as well. They, they don't like your review of this game. <laughs> no, okay. Uh, what was I saying? Sorry. Oh yeah, about the PlayStation Plus saves. Yeah, like that alone saved me because the, this game-breaking bug happens when you have to activate a certain elevator to fight a certain boss in the game, and it, it's it's pretty much the second-to-last boss, so it's very late in the game. So if if you can't go back to a previous save, which you can because it auto saves the entire time, you pretty much have to restart the game because there's no way to get around it. And it, I feel bad for people who, who ran into it without PlayStation Plus, without having a backup save. But, I don't know, it just really frustrated me, personally. I would, I would be really annoyed if I was going for that, um, I forget the name of the trophy, but it's the gold one where you have to beat the game on like, it's ver- like dark night mode or it's like hardcore mode. Yeah, or- I think it's called the dark night mode. The Dark Knight mode, and there's no redos, there's nothing. There's not, just, I, think, I think you go down in one hit as well, I'm not sure. I think there's something they kill for Batman. Yeah, and so you get all the ways to the end, somehow, and then glitch, and it's like, WTF, it's no more, no more TV screen. Yeah. Well, didn't they... Didn't they um, recently just make the cloud storage thing not a PlayStation Plus feature? Or am I, I mistaking know. that with I automatic download? I think for the PS4, where you don't have to have Plus for that. But I'm hmm. not sure. I don't know. That's a good question. I mean, you could always, if they had that glitch, I mean, you could always back up your save on a USB. Well, I, that's think, I believe that works. Well, some yeah. games don't let you do that. Hmm. Like, they just refuse to let you take your saves because I guess it's like a security feature. They don't want mm. people trading saves and unlocking trophies that way in other yeah. accounts. I know that, um, oh man, what was that driving game? There was a driving game back then where you could, like, download a save file and put it in and it would give you 97% of the trophies. Like, just automatically. <laughs> so people, people who were, like, whoring them out would do it. Yeah, uh, I don't remember that name, the name of the game as well, but I remember that. It was the same for like SOCOM. Uh, the SOCOM from back in the day, you could do something with your game saves as well. Mm-hmm. It's just poof. Save you 200 hours. Um, next game. Let's move along. Uh, Call of Duty Ghosts review. Our very first PS4 review. Burp, burp. Uh, this is the, this is the PS4 version. Now you're wondering, the PS4 isn't out. How could you review a PS4 game? Because Kyle well, has one, doesn't he? No, it's our very own uh, otaku editor, Ernest oh. Lin. Uh, he was at a Call of Duty event 
And so he spent about a week, and by week I mean four days, basically becoming a professional Call of Duty player. And uh, he played the hell out of it on the PS4. So he gave the game a 7.5. Uh, not the sh- most shining example of the first game on the PS4. Um, what did he, wait, so I'm sorry, been, I missed that. What did he give it? A 7.5. Oh, that's still so good. I, I hate when people are like, oh, it's got a 7, it must be shit. It's like, no, nah. it's not. Like, 7 is good. I, I gave Batman a decent score with a seven. Yeah, like Batman seven point five. Like that's like everybody that's around what everybody else gave it. That's a good score. Like I don't understand the mentality that everything has to be. A I, I nine. think I think I can understand the mentality for that simply because um, like my profession is teaching, and I think uh, maybe I don't know about how it works in the UK and stuff, but like how we do it in America, in North America, like when going through school, we're so used to A, a B, C's. D's and F's, yeah. and A's are always 9's and above's, B's are in the 8's, and C's are in the 7's, and well, you know, if you want to get to a, anywhere in life, you gotta get those A's, and or at least the very yeah. least B's, I, I, so C's aren't that good, I agree, on, on that scale, yeah, so, but I, I think, I, that, I, I agree with that, I mean, I, that's why, uh, on another site that I do, we only have six scores, like, mm-hmm. that you can give a game, it's, a plus A, B, C, D, and F. Like, mm-hmm. so we avoid, we only use the top half of the, of the, uh, like scale that everybody, like, wants to use. So it, it's, it's kind of weird. It's hard to get around, but I get, yeah, I get what you're saying. Like, yeah. cause in theory, five should be average, but it's not. Like, I don't know. People are weird. But- <laughs> Yeah, that's that's another conversation for another day on reviews. But uh so Ernest said, uh Call of Duty Ghosts is a safe and familiar entry in the franchise that won't win any new fans with derivative design. Mm. He said he likes better graphics, extraction mode, and customization. He didn't like the lack of innovation, silly single player campaign, and playing catch up. I don't know what playing, playing catch up means. I don't know. There must be like some type of tag game in it or something. I don't know. I don't maybe play Maybe it's so. uh I don't know. Maybe he meant just cuz it seems like the Infinity Ward titles have been mm-hmm. kind of lacking. I mean, I haven't played a Call mm-hmm. of Duty game since Modern Warfare 2 cuz I'm just like I'm done, you know. But uh I was interested in Ghosts, but then uh, people who I oh I know that I've really liked Call of Duty are like, "Yeah, it's good, but it seems like people are starting to realize they're like, this really is just kind of the same thing <laughs> every year. And Activision just announced there's gonna be another one in 2014, so it's like, I don't know, but that'll be a, that'll be a Treyarch one, which this seem to be all the really good ones, so, I think the next, I think the next Call of Duty title is the one that's gonna really just, you know, show people like, if that one's really good, then it seems like that franchise is just gonna keep doing what it does, you know? But if mm-hmm. people, if that next one comes out, like to the 2014 one comes out, and people are like, ugh, then you know. Like, if it gets like a seven, if it gets sevens, then you know, like, that series is finally on the decline. But, mm-hmm. which is sad, because, like, it, it used to be so good. Mm-hmm. Like, Call of Duty 4 is so good. But, yeah. I'll, t- I'll take your word for it. I haven't played a Call of Duty game since, like, the PS1. So. 
That shows how much I care about that series. Yeah. Well, two is really good. Four is really good, and that's about it. Two is the Black Ops Two. What? I'm sorry, what's up? No, Call of Duty Two is the only Call of Duty I haven't played. Oh, it's that one's so good, though. That was like when they were still doing World War Two. Yeah. Which I wish somebody I, would I go back have, to. Yeah, that's exactly what I was. I think World at War was the best one, in my opinion. I really enjoyed World at War. I actually didn't get uh, to play that one, but I, I wanted to. Okay, no, no. so uh, the next, moving on, because we're uh, running out of time here. Uh, so good discussion so far. Our last review, Assassin's Creed 4, Black Flag. <laughs> um, so we saved the best for last. Our very own Muscles from Brussels, Jean-Claude Van Damme, Mike <laughs> Herodance. Uh, he gave it a 9 out of 10. This is the PS3 version. Mm. Uh, he said, in summary, Assassin's Creed 4 Black Flag reinvigorates the series after its patchy performance over the last few years, making it the best game since Brotherhood. Or like last year. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm a, I'm he a, liked... Oh, go ahead. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, no, I'll, I'll wait. I have, okay. I have a long thing because I'm a big Assassin's Creed fan. Okay, perfect. Um, so he liked the stunning visuals, the massive game world packed with a diverse range of activities, and fantastic naval combat. Being from England, I would hope he likes fantastic naval combat. <laughs> um, he disliked the minor technical hiccups, Girl. and the main missions feel tired and uninspired. Now, before you, you mention anything, Josh, mm-hmm. I do want to say in Canada, for all of our Canadian viewers, and sadly... This is going to be late, but there's actually a deal at Future Shop in Canada this weekend. There's a place called Future Shop? That's amazing. It's called Future Shop. I know. It's crazy. But they have the most ridiculous deal ever. You can trade in any PS3 game or Xbox 360 game, doesn't matter what, for a copy of Call of Duty Ghosts. I'm assuming it's Ghost, but Call of Duty, Assassin's Creed, or Battlefield. Ooh, that's good. Any any current generation game. So you could take in mm-hmm. Madden 2008 on the PS3 and trade it in. For There's got to be some Creed sort 4. of limitation to that. That's just one like, one that... game per store per day. That is the limitation. But I don't know I'm about not all that. This is happening. No, it's happening now. I am. I'm not joking. It's like people I know on Facebook are are posting pictures of the receipts with the games. Unless Canada just became like the economic superpower of the world, I don't know. There's something else going on. I don't know, but that's good. Sadly for the viewers, there this it would be like last weekend, (laughs) so you're not gonna get it. Yeah, I'm just saying it's crazy. If you're in the U.S., there's a good deal going on. Target's doing a good deal. So um, they're doing actually starting to... Well, when is this going up? Is this going up Sunday? Um, Sunday or Monday-ish. Okay, well, by the time you're listening to this, uh, until the end of the week, Target's doing a buy two, get one for free for PS4 launch titles. And I'm going to take advantage of it coming Tuesday, because on Tuesday, uh, Assassin's Creed and a bunch of other games... like. I, there's only a couple games you can get right now, which uh, which are like Knack and uh, I really wish I hadn't bought Knack early now because I pre-ordered it on the PSN store and then I figured out about the steal and I was like, no, <laughs> could have got it for free. But uh, so I'm gonna on Tuesday I'm gonna go and get 
Assassin's Creed, Killzone, and uh, Battlefield. And, what, uh, wait, does, does that mean Walmart will price match that as well? I don't know. Do they do that? It's the price match now, yeah. Well, I don't know if that's really a price match thing. It's more of just like a deal. It's only running a week, though. I, so. I also heard Amazon is doing the same, though. Mm. buy two, get one free. Yeah, I imagine. I mean, Amazon does crazy stuff. But, yeah, so take advantage of that, because I am. Like, I'm going to be... Yeah, take advantage of any deal you can get. So you... So Mike gave it a 9, so you must be super excited then, Josh. Yeah, you said you had a lot to talk about. I've heard it's really... I've heard it's, like, really good. Um, I don't know about, like, reinvigorating over the last couple years, because I feel... I People were like, Revelations sucked. It's like, no, it didn't. Like, it, Revelations was really good. The only part of it that sucked was the very beginning, and then the... Uh, the like tower defense thing, which was an optional mini game, so I don't know why everybody was complaining about it because it's like you didn't have I to do. Like the tower defense game. Ah, uh, get out of here! I, I've never <laughs> played. Uh, I've never played Revelations yet. I'm still on Brotherhood, but there's a tower defense. Really? I'm sold. No, it's really bad. Yeah. It, it's really bad. It's not fun at all. But well, Gary thinks tower it's fun, but I. I think it's very fun. In Soviet Russia, <laughs> tower defense Assassin's Creed is fun. <laughs> So, it's like it's that. not. It, I didn't think it was very fun. <laughs> and then the very last mission's kind of like, uh, like when you have to use the parachute. That was a little annoying. But the game's good. Like it's not. It's not bad. It, I I liked it a lot. And um, three. I mean, I'm a huge history nerd, and I mm-hmm. have a I have a special place in my heart for the American Revolution. It's just got so much cool stuff going on. So. Like, I nerded out over it when it came out, and I thought it was great. And then in hindsight, I was like, Connor kind of (laughs) sucked. And then, like, (laughs) thought about it and stuff. And I was like, you know, the game... uh, Another one of my friends, I was talking to him about it, because we're we're really excited for 4. We were talking about how 3 was kind of disappointing, like, in retrospect, you know? And uh, we said the game would have been better if you just played as Haytham, like, the whole time. Uh I agree with that. If you haven't played it yet, you're probably not going to. Haytham's a Templar. You don't know that till like, two hours in. <laughs> Thank you for the spoilers <laughs> there, Josh. <laughs> Thank you very much. I don't play um, My, my girlfriend just gave me a look like, how dare you? <laughs> <laughs> You'll forget. <laughs> it's KGP. You must be careful. Well, anyway, we said it would have been way interesting if you'd played him the entire time, and... and because uh, you wouldn't have known that at, like, launch. Like, I'm playing as a Templar? Oh, my God. You know? And then you would have had to play the whole game like that. Like, that would have been crazy, you know? And 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 uh, and then at later on, you figure out, like, who Connor is and all that. And it'd, be, it'd, be, it'd be crazy. Like, it would have been, been ten times better. But, no, they had to give you this bland Native American kid to play as who, like, sees a ghost. And you're like, all oh, right, on. He's like, I have to do this because of the spirits. It's like that's lame. That's a lame motivation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, my biggest problem with three is I never felt like I was in a revolution because nothing seemed to change after every major battle that was happening in that game. <laughs> you know, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> like nothing changed. Like the the British guys were still in the streets. They don't even care what was going on. They're like, we lost. Whatever. <laughs> like what up, bro? It's weird. Eighteen twelve, right around the corner. You don't even know. You don't even know yet. <laughs> no, that's when we kick your ass. <laughs> we come. You beat us now, but you know, 
that's what I'm waiting for. Where is my War of eighteen twelve game so I can show some Canadian pride that we kicked the ass of America? Glad, I'm glad they're going away from uh, from uh, like Connor's story and all that. They were like, let's just do something else, you know, <clears throat> which is which is nice. And it, I mean, it looks awesome. I, and apparently, yeah, everybody's like all the side missions and four is what makes it great. Mm-hmm. But I'm excited. But I, 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 it's so it hurts so much to wait. I don't want to. I didn't want to wait. But yeah, that's what it is. The waiting game, the good old waiting game for new games. I still got to pick up three. I don't even own three yet. I decided. I think I've mentioned on many podcasts before. I'm just waiting for the eventual game of the year edition, ultimate edition, whatever it wants to call itself, and. I'll buy that later well, on. Don't you have a UK PS Plus account, Dan? No, I yeah, don't. Yeah, because they gave it away for free a couple months ago. Uh, maybe I should just go and Dude, get you should just a buy UK. it. It's like $15. <laughs> <laughs> I, I could have bought it at a pawn shop for 15 bucks, but I'm like, no, because it's going to be free on a North American PS Plus at some point. Plus, there's going to be Game of the Year edition. With the DLC, so the, I'm I heard sticking to my guns. I heard the DLC wasn't very good, but it's still DLC. Yeah, true, it's not complete. You know, so. you know which one had good DLC was Brotherhood. DLC missions in Brotherhood were really good. I, I don't have the DLC sadly for it. Oh. So yeah, they were good. Like, they were good. I don't know, but not as good as the DLC in LA Noir. I didn't like. That's I didn't like LA Noir. DLC. Oh, I'm, you, you're dead to me now, Josh. You're, you're dead to me. It was repetitive, man. I mean, it's like I think all. It's, see, in LA Noir, it just felt like they purposely took it out of the game just so they can release it as DLC. Greatest game on the PS3. Greatest uh, game of the generation, LA really. Noir. Like, yes, it was super repetitive, and like, by the fifth mission, you pretty much knew what was going on. You know? You were like, Alright, I'm looking for clues. And I didn't like the, like, guessing game I had to play with everyone, like, are you lying or not? It's like you get it wrong and they're like, you're a shitty detective. You're horrible at this game. I was like, this isn't fun. Like, I ended up just looking up what I was supposed to be saying because I didn't want to, like, I didn't want to play this guessing game. I wanted to just continue, you know? And, uh, and then eventually I got to homicide, and I'm like, there's this, there's some naked woman cut in half on a lawn, and I'm like, I just don't care anymore. <laughs> I just turned it off. <laughs> yeah, my I, so someone doesn't like their law and order. Nah, I don't know. So. I yeah, I don't. It, it's it was super repetitive, and I think the only thing it really did that was revolutionary was the graphics engine and the mocap. Like that was really about it. Mm-hmm. Everything else, I mean, it it was repetitive, and it had the guy from Mad Men in it. That was about it. Like that's cool as yeah. God. But uh yeah, so just imagine even though I went off on a on the side with Eleanor, I mention it because soon we will be having our top uh one hundred list of the best games this generation. Ooh. So coming out soon and numbers one through ten should be arriving soon, right Gary? You're in charge of that. <laughs> when are we gonna see it? <laughs> Uh, soon, hopefully. Um, soon, hopefully. I believe this better be on that list. I haven't looked at it yet. And we're collab- We're gonna collaborate on that. Hopefully. We're gonna collaborate on it. And maybe LA Noir might be number one. Maybe it might I, not I be. I highly doubt it. <laughs> hey, 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 
Don't ruin it for the fans. They That's might, okay, ruin it. you know, ruin it for the fans. Okay, it's probably not number one, but, but I gave it. Like, I tried to put it as much as possible. In the high nines. Like it's better. <laughs> if it ain't number two, then the list is crap. That's what everyone on the internet it'll will be, say. It's like, it'll be close to the seventies, maybe sixties. You know what? <laughs> I just think that uh, as, as long as Infamous is on that list, then we're good. We're good. With the first one or the second one? Either one. I, I like them both. So, I yeah, it'll it'll definitely be on the list. I can say that. Yeah, yeah, those games are great. So good. So much better than so much better than Prototype. I don't know um, if anyone played Prototype. It was bad. Prototype Two had some of the best advertisement for it too. And I heard I Prototype Two was actually pretty good, but like I played the entirety of Prototype One. It was like such an unbalanced and boring experience. I don't know why I finished it. And then the ending, I was like, oh yeah, sequel. That's cool, I guess. Like whatever. Yeah, sadly, the sequel has completely different direction than. Than what they led on to believe at the end of the first one. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. I don't really yes. plan on playing it. I'm just waiting for Second Son. So <laughs> I think everyone is waiting Here. for Second Son and I all know, the, the just good looks so PS4 good. Just looks so fun, and I love that they brought back the kind of uh, that movement thing from um, what was the vampire de- like game they did? Festival oh, uh, of Blood. Festival of Blood. Blood. That was super oh, okay. awesome, by the way. I love Festival of Blood. Uh, but the, you know when you turn into the like cloud of bats and you just fly like super fast. Mm. I love that they brought that back. You're, you can be smoke and just fly really quickly. It felt so cool flying around the city, like, incredibly quick like that, and like poofing back into existence. It was awesome. Okay, so uh, really good conversation, really good discussion this week, guys. Sadly, viewers, we have to end the show. This is the very and so, uh, thank you for listening. If you want to get a hold of us, Josh, where can the fans get a hold of uh, you? My Twitter account is at PackPunk, so it's at P-A-C-P-U-N-K, all one word. They can find me there. You can find yeah. me there. And Gary, where can they find you in Soviet Russia? <laughs> in Soviet Russia, we don't use Twitter, so... Now, I don't have Twitter, sadly, <laughs> but you guys can always email me. Uh, it's at Gagwalush, it's G-A-G-L-A-U-S-H at gmail.com. So, you can get a hold of me that way. Perfect. And, as always, you can find me at the Somber Files, L-A-S-O-M-B-R-A-F-I-L-E-S, uh, for the non-Spanish speakers around the, uh, the internet. So, guys, thank you so much for joining us this week. Do you have uh, any shout-outs? Josh, any shout-outs to the internet before we sign off? Uh, Not really, but Get Ready PS4 is so... It's, uh... You know, it's so close. It's so close. Like, I, I have this countdown on my phone. I looked at it and it said, like, five days, 20 hours. I was like, oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> Every time I hold my PS4 controller, it's like, why am I not playing the PS4 right now? Because it's not out, that's why you're not playing it. I'm sad about it. Yeah. Well, soon. Greatness awaits. <laughs> yes. Greatness, Greatness awaits. awaits. Yeah. Gary, what about you? Any shout outs to the internet? Uh, just shout out to all my buddies. Uh, I'm not going to name them all by name. They know who they are. So, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. 
And thank you guys for having me on the show for the first time. Yeah, same here. Sorry, a bit nervous because it is my first time, but thank you. Oh, you did a very good job, Gary, so you don't have to worry about that. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. (laughs) Especially in Soviet, coming all the way from Soviet Russia. (laughs) Thank you. All right, so thank you again, guys. Thank you again, fans and viewers, for joining us this week on the PlayStation Unchained podcast. Uh, please join us next week when the UK side returns. Have a good weekend, and stay classy, Internet. We'll catch you next time.